This is 7.30 Tea with Ree. So I'm like, oh my god, I'm literally stranded in a flooding canal. He's like, oh, I hope you don't mind. Um, I invited my friends. When he pulls up to pick me up, he's in a weird-looking van. Ree is spilling all the tea. Hello, everybody, and welcome to 7.30 Tea with Ree. It's another week, it's another week, it's another week. And it's also a really exciting week because this is the weekend that I do tea droplets for the first time in person. So if I didn't mention in the last episode, which I know damn well I mentioned in the last episode, but I'm going to mention it again because I want to get the word out as much as I can. Tea droplets is this new segment that I'm doing in person. I have this other segment called Spike Tea with Ree where I get drunk and I spill all of my secrets and I do that the first Tuesday of every month. But now I have another new segment called Tea Droplets. Now this is kind of going to be a test run how we're doing it this weekend. This is my first time that I'm going to be doing it. So Tea Droplets are basically going to be in-person interviews. So I teamed up with this coffee shop in Sayville, which is located in Long Island. I like to say on Long Island, but, you know, I guess I have to be proper and say in Long Island. It it sounds weird. On Long Island, I'm just going to stay with that. (laughs) On Long Island, New York, (laughs) if you go to Sayville, the town Sayville, I will be at this coffee shop called Dark Horse Coffee, and I teamed up with them. Basically, I'm going to be shouting them out, and they're going to be kind of helping me out. I get to do my in-person interviews there. And basically, I'm going to try to lure as many people as I can in (laughs) and see if I could get some tea out of them at the coffee shop. So I'm going to be talking myself up, doing some big girl things and trying to see if I could get people to open up with me. Kind of like free little like therapy sessions. I want to see if people can rant to me, gossip with me, tell me some secrets And I want to see if they can do it in under 60 seconds. So that's why they're called tea droplets. So these are going to be mini stories. So I eventually want to feature all of these mini stories in an episode, of course. And that's why this segment is tea droplets, because they're little droplets. So I want to do this segment at the end of every month, like the last Tuesday of every month. So that's what I'm shooting for. So I guess we'll see how this goes. Like I said, this is a test run. I don't know how it's going to go. I'll keep you guys updated and in the loop. But it's this Saturday at Dark Horse Coffee in Sayville. And it's from 12 to 2 p.m. So Saturday, January 6th, for the clarification. Also, more news. So I have that this Saturday. And update, update on my love life. So remember med school guy? So we're actually going to have a date that Saturday too, literally after my little podcast time slot in person. So uh, a lot of things are happening for me. So I'm excited for both things. So yeah, and I've already planned an outfit for both events that work with both events. I'm hyped. I'm hyped because I get to do my businessy things, feel all big girl and feel good. And then after that, I get to go on a date. Like how exciting. And what's it? With the date, we're going to be doing like a car picnic thing or whatever. Because I like to do that. Like that's one of my favorite dates. 
um, doing a picnic out of my car because I do that with myself sometimes. Like I'll park at, um, there's this little parking lot beach area that overlooks the ocean in Sayville and I'll park there with my car and I have pillows and blankets in my car already because of it. And I set it all up and I'll bring food and I'll just watch the view. So that's what we're going to do. And I'm going to bring my iPad and we're going to also like watch a little movie and we get a view and we get to have pizza and wine. Like that's what we're going to get. So I'm hyped for that. And then I'm hyped for my podcast stuff. So I'm just like, oh my God, lots happening. And also uh, we may have another guest episode coming soon, which is great. And the guest episode is actually going to be an update story. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this story. It's from one of my earlier episodes in season one. So this uh, story was about the girl who got stranded in a flood <laughs> because her boyfriend and her were having some difficulties like he made her drive all the way through a flood on her birthday weekend that's what the story was so if you guys remember that episode um i'll soon be doing an update story on that so stay tuned i'm really excited because she's got some tea to spill she also she has a new man so she's gonna be filling us in on a lot and i'm really excited about it as for this episode today, we're actually going to do just one story today, and I'm doing one because this is a really long audio that was sent in. It was like 12 minutes long. I may shorten it in editing just because um, there were like parts where she kind of paused or like um, there were a little like messy parts, so I, I may condense it for sure, but it's about around 12 minutes long of a story, but I figured that it was worth being told because it's like a very crazy story, um, as you can tell in the title. So it's a really wild story and there's a lot to unpack with it. There's a lot of details and I felt like all of that mattered and deserved to be told. So that's what we're going to be getting into today, breaking down that story, uh, going over different topics with it and stuff like that. So before we get into that story today, if you are new here, I'm very happy that you're here. Um, and I'm just going to fill you in on what this podcast is about if you're confused. So this podcast is all about spilling tea and sharing your deepest, darkest secrets. So if you have any tea to spill, DM me on Instagram at 730 with re and you spell that 730-T-E-A-W-I-T-H-R-I-E, or you can DM me on my main Instagram account at Rihanna Flores, and you spell that R-I-E-A-N-N-A-F-L-O-R-E-S. And if you wish to be anonymous, please let me know. Stories should be up to 500 words or less, and if you want to send an audio voice message in instead of typing out your story, just please keep it up to like five minutes max. So yeah, we are going to dive into this story. So this one, as the title says, is called She Stalks Me Everywhere Even Though She's Blocked. Yeah, so like when I got this sent in and I first listened to this, I was kind of just like... You know, what am I getting into here? Because, you know, the listener who sent it in, uh, she's from TikTok and she was messaging me a little bit about uh, it ahead of time saying like, oh, I got to tell you the story about this obsessive girl and um, I have her blocked and like 
I tried taking it to the police and stuff like that, like it, a bunch of crazy shit. And so I was like, oh my God. So when I listened to everything, I was just like, wow, I can't believe it. Because the crazy thing is, this girl is somehow still trying to be in her life. And this girl has been basically stalking her since I think she said like 2019. I could be wrong, but I think she said 2019. No, I'm definitely right. It was 2019. Like, that's a really long, long time. Like, that's about, I think, five years now. So she's been stalking her for that long. But anyways, without further ado, um, I'm going to let you guys listen to the audio. And then, you know, you're going to hear my feedback. So yeah, let's give that a listen. Alrighty, awesome. Um, so hi, my name is Lexi. You know, I'm a makeup artist, whatever. But I tend to have a lot of dramatic stories that kind of happen and whatever. So I'm gonna start with like, the most dramatic story that I do have. So maybe we can start dating this back to like, 2020 is when this all started occurring or 2019 it was like the end of 2019 going on to 2020 and whatever i had met this girl like through instagram social media and we were friends and we met through knowing a mutual person that at the time we both were not big fans of so basically we connected on that um, the friendship in the beginning, it was okay. I felt like it was really built off that energy of not really, you know, liking somebody or whatever. But for me, eventually, like, I got over that shit. Like, that was, like, some really, like, kind of teenage girl shit. Because I was just like, yeah, I don't like her, but what you're doing. Because she literally would stalk the girl. Like, not, like, in physical person, but she would, like um purposely make twitter posts about her she even talked about um her being pregnant but hoping like you know talking about her dead baby basically it was crazy and i had told her to stop because and like i literally was kind of the mediator in between the both of them because i'm like it was um constant sometimes and shit and i got in the middle of it and then eventually, I got tired of it because it was just like, it's always the same thing with her. It was always, you know, her continuously wanting to start shit up and whatever. During this time, I was going through a lot. I was going through a really rough patch in my life. This was 2020. Yeah, this was 2020. And by this time, I kind of got fed up with her and I was you know, ready to just kind of, like, take a break from the friendship, because she literally kept, um, calling me, she kept on texting me, and I, and I would, like, I, not really be dry, but, like, you know, like, kind of, like, I really don't want to talk right now, because it's just, like, I have a lot going on. I got to the point that I had told her, I'm like, hey, um, I need a break, like, this is becoming a lot, I keep telling you about the same thing and you keep on choosing to do the same thing and all this and whatever. She said, okay. And then the next day in the middle, it was like two o'clock in the morning. 
she wrote me a whole paragraph. Like, not, not a whole paragraph, but she literally wrote me multiple paragraphs telling me that, you know, me wanting a break from the friendship is messed up and that I'm not really her friend and that I purposely became friends with her just to be in the middle of the drama. Oh, she would watch my Twitter posts. She would watch how I respond to other people on Twitter and she was like, oh, but when it came to her, that it wasn't the same reaction. And bro, when I tell you, it literally wasn't like, I would literally just be telling people they look pretty because, you know, I like to make people feel good, especially like, you know, other girls that I talk to or whatever, or my friends, I like to make them feel good. So I was literally just complimenting them and she got jealous about that. And I was just like, okay, um... You know, it's weird. So it got to that. And she was saying a bunch of other things. Um, basically accusing me of being um, fake. And like I said, not her real friend. And all this other stuff. So at this point, I was getting a little fed up with the whole thing. Because, like I said, hit me up at 2 o'clock in the morning on this shit. And I was already kind of over it. I told her, I'm like, yo, I'm over this whole thing all i asked for was a break i didn't want to end a friendship i just asked for a simple break we ended up going back and forth for the almost the whole entire day and then she was sending my messages into her other friends messages and then sent me their text and it it was a lot i had like two panic attacks during this whole shit and i never had panic attacks before and it was just fucking it was insane she was accusing me of other shit that wasn't even fucking true and then after this whole thing happened she like i had blocked her and everything on all her other pages because that's her thing she literally creates a bunch of other pages just to harass you so then it came to a point that I was trying to block her on everything and she would still manage, I don't know how to create another page and she would hit me up. And she started talking shit about me on Twitter, but she had blocked me so I couldn't even see it. But my best friend had saw it and my best friend had stood up for me and stuff. And my best friend wasn't even rude. She, she really wasn't rude about it at all. And then she went attacking my best friend telling her that we're posers she used a bunch of explicits and whatever and we're cowards and stuff like that that this girl is like very i don't like to talk about people's mental health you know because i have my like i have depression and anxiety or whatever but it's clear as day this girl is very like m not mentally stable so whatever this whole thing happens this is like the base of where all this shit happens so like i said that happened and then it was months that you know whatever it seemed like it calmed down but then she literally kept messaging me on all like my other pages and whatever and i kept blocking her and she kept making another page and this went on for years and it's still like, she stopped messaging me now, but she still, like, views my stories and stuff. And she, like, literally this happened. The last time she viewed my story was, like, I think last month or, like, a couple weeks ago. So it really wasn't that long ago. 
but during like in the beginning of like I think 2021 she had accused my best friend of wanting of threatening to send her dad her nudes and I don't whatever my best friend doesn't do doesn't do shit like that I don't do shit like that either that's wrong and the thing is this cuz like this girl has like so many people that she's done this same exact thing to and it's crazy because it should have been a red flag when she was doing that shit to the other girl and I should have known not to get involved with a friendship or anything like that with her and then she did the same exact shit to me and I'm pretty sure she did the same exact thing to other people and basically this girl is a serial harasser or I don't I don't even know how to describe it at this point but she's a serial stalker and honestly it's kind of scary bro it's kind of scary and it's one of my most dramatic most traumatizing stories because it's just like even still to this day I still have somewhat of a fear like with being a public figure on social media and stuff sometimes because it's just Knowing she's there and knowing there's other people like her, it makes me very paranoid because, like, for quite some time after the initial incident, I was paranoid as hell. I was so paranoid. I could not trust nobody because uh, she literally was throwing stuff out that I had personally told her and basically threw it in my face and I was just like oh okay like you know like this is really fucked up and this is exactly why I already had trust issues to begin with and I'm not a malicious person like she was dragging my name through the mud and I was just like you know what God's gonna take care of that at the end of the day I'm not gonna do anything about that because I have nothing to fight for. I know who I am. I know my truth. And the people who know me know my truth as well. But yeah. So this girl, like, <laughs> this girl's a little, you know, nutty. But yeah, to bring it back to the whole best friend accusation thing. So she just basically accused my best friend of that. Literally harassed her. And I was going to get involved, but my best friend told me not to. But it wasn't my best friend. Turns out it was somebody else that you know didn't like her like i said she has a lot of people that don't like her um for that same reason she also gets her sister involved in the whole thing as well and like i said she's been doing this for years it's pretty crazy it's it's very weird and honestly it's pretty dangerous like i got to the point that i actually spoke to um a police department about it and I had asked questions on the whole situation on like, what can I do, you know, if I can do anything about that. And he basically said that if I really wanted to, I could go um, to the police department, file a report and, you know, maybe go to court or whatever. I don't have money like that to be like, you know, throwing out lawyer fees to get a lawyer and all that shit. So I was just like. I let it slide and I just basically kind of stood doing me, doing my, you know, sticking to my stuff and shit. But yeah, so that's one of my crazy stories. Like, if you have any questions, <laughs> you know, feel free to ask because I know it was like it's it's a bunch and I didn't want to like bombard you with so many details. But that's kind of the gist of the story. 
Holy shit. It sounds like the girl needs to get a fucking grip. My god. Or she has too strong of a grip, should I say. Who holds on to a grudge for literally that long is crazy. It's crazy. Because you said that that started since 2019. It is now 2024. And I mean, like, that's five years. I am so sorry that you had to go through that and that you're still in a way going through it. Like, at least she's not texting you anymore. Like, that's good. But the fact that she still follows up on your social medias is really crazy. Especially, like you said, a month ago. Like, that's insane to me. That's insane to me that she still made another Instagram page and still creeps on you. Still. Still. From an argument you guys had years ago. Years ago. I also find it really wild that this friendship that you guys started literally started from a bond over hating someone that you both didn't like which is actually a common thing these days for a lot of people to bond off of something like that and sometimes the friendship can work out well because you know the bond might stem from particular overall morals that you might share with that person who maybe dislikes the things that you dislike within the person that you both don't like however in this case it seems like she started off not liking the girl you guys didn't like for, I guess, petty reasons, it seems like. I think her reasons are more on the petty side, whereas I feel like your reasons are probably more, like, morally based. And that's very clear that for her it's the petty side because the fact that she's she was hating on the girl's pregnancy and hoping for her baby not to survive is insane and it's also really fucked up like it's the most fucked up thing someone could ever think or even say out loud especially in a shit talking session you know like you could hate someone sure but like you just should never say that about another life it's just it's fucked up it's wrong like it's one thing to vent and talk shit but it's another to just completely abandon all morals and rational thoughts because of your own petty feelings and holding a grudge so powerfully against someone to a point where you hope an innocent baby doesn't survive a pregnancy it's incredibly fucked up you know it's it's fucking just wrong but, you know, it's good for you that you recognized her patterns ahead of time. And immediately when you did, like you realized that those things were wrong, even though you did not like that person, like you guys both didn't like that girl. The fact that you would stick up for her because you knew it was all wrong, like you didn't go ahead and agree with her, like good on you for recognizing that and recognizing the patterns that this girl was creating because you could have very easily gotten swept up in that and been easily influenced and joined in but you didn't so good for you you know and before I even go further with this conversation if there's some of you that 
are wondering maybe why I'm not reprimanding the shit-talking part. Like, why, like, if, if you're wondering, like, why is Rihanna not saying, like, oh my god, like, you shouldn't shit-talk anybody, might I just add in here, <laughs> I am gonna be so real with you, I don't think it's wrong to talk shit. I don't think it's wrong to talk shit at all. Because at the end of the day, like, honestly, we all talk shit. Like, let's be fucking real here, you know? We all talk shit, and it's perfectly healthy, and it's how we grow. I talk shit. I talk shit to my therapist all the fucking time. I bitch and I moan to her in every session. And it feels like I've got my own talk show when I do it. It's like my favorite thing ever. I feel like Jimmy Fallon. You know, I like, I make my therapist laugh, I let out all of my fucked up thoughts, and I'm brutally honest all the time, I let out all of my feelings, like, I'm definitely not perfect, but that's the whole ass point of my therapy, right? And that's the whole point of shit talking and ranting and venting, like, you're supposed to let your fucked up feelings out, so people can help you realize that they're fucked up thoughts. And help you perceive your own thoughts better. You're supposed to analyze that shit together with someone. And have them tell you whether it's wrong or valid to think certain things a certain way. So, do I think it's wrong to talk shit? Absolutely fucking not. Do I think there's an extent to that? Hell yes. Because that girl crossed the line of morality through talking shit that's why i think there's like an extent because you should not be wishing death on a pregnant woman's child like that's where you're wrong because it's ugh, it's just it's fucked up i don't even have to go that much in depth for anybody who has morals to understand how how extremely fucked up that is but anyways, um, going back to the story, it is also very crazy and wild that you suggested space between the two of you because she was crossing her boundaries, and then she sent multiple paragraphs immediately at, like, at 2 a.m., like, gaslighting you by saying you only decided to be her friend, to be in the middle of the drama. Meanwhile, you were literally removing yourself from the drama. Like, she's crazy for that. She's also crazy for comparing how you interact with other people on social media versus her. Like, you know, how you were saying how she went on Twitter and was looking at how you were tweeting other people versus her. Like, that's very obsessive. It's just... Ugh. That's too much. It's way, way, way too much. Way too much. And then sending your text messages, like private stuff that you'd only told her to other people when this conversation, you know, is between just you two. And then she managed to create more and more new pages just to harass you further is a lot. Like, it's very clear as day that she has a lot more deep-rooted issues than she, um, than she lets on. And clearly she's good at hiding that because you couldn't see too much of that at first. She probably seemed comforting at first. Now, a lot of people, I mean, they can come off that way and they know how to come off that way. It's a, 
a manipulative thing that some people have where they know how to come across a certain way so that you feel comfortable but that's just their surface level some people not everyone wears their heart in their sleeve and that sucks it genuinely sucks so much and then also like the fact that she came for your best friend too is like where did that come from like just because your friend defended you she started coming for your best friend attacking her like what who does that who even i can't i can't even like the fact that she even threatened to send your best friend's nudes to your best friend's father is like what like i shouldn't be laughing but like i think i'm laughing at how crazy it is i think that's what it is who does that who thinks to do that that's just way way too far like she needs to obviously self-reflect or just also just talk to somebody it sounds like she is creating a lot of desperate cries and for attention it's really bad she has some really deep-rooted insecurity issues is what it sounds like and uh, it needs it needs to be checked out it really does um i also like i can completely understand why you're afraid and paranoid because she was sharing all of your business on social media and then you know you kept having to block her and she kept creating all of these accounts and harassing you and harassing your best friend like it is totally understandable why you are still paranoid and it is so hard trying to be a public figure in this generation already too because everybody's so sensitive so it's like you always have to be careful with what you're saying what's being told and all that stuff so like i completely get it when you say like having her do that and having that be one of the things that cause you trauma it's really hard it's really hard to work through it's really hard to work through building up trust to new people that you meet now and it's horrible i wish it wasn't like that but that's the world that we live in now is we have to be 10 times more careful with who we relay information to and we have to be careful with what type of information we're relaying because everything is taken the wrong way these days and it sucks. And also to mention too, like, I, cause I don't want to forget this part because this part was like, what the fuck to me? Like the fact that she got her sister involved too, this girl literally like got her sister involved as well to join in she made her sister harass you guys with her what does that say about her family you know like it clearly shows that that's the environment she grew up in isn't that crazy that's crazy i'm just glad that you at least tried to make the effort to get the police involved you know and I know it's a lot of money, it it sucks, I, I wish it was easier, but honestly, I do think you should still try to find a way to get them involved, like, maybe at least just keep a record of it, like, I think you should do screenshots, or 
um, do some sort of recordings or something like that. Um, you could even just call for like, and I don't know how the system really works to be honest. So I, I might sound silly. I don't know, but I don't know if you can do like incident reports or something like that. I just think you should keep a track of everything, like put dates and times and stuff like that and incidents, like things that have happened, write it down and also make screenshots. I think it would be good to have that in case, you know, whenever you do have the money, if she's still doing all of these things, I think it's good to keep a track record of it because you just never know people are really sick sometimes. So it's good to be safe, you know, it's better safe than sorry. It's good to be careful. So yeah, I would try to um, really still keep up to date on that kind of stuff. I think it really matters and it really could make a difference in the future if she makes another account after you block her or if she eventually comes back and is spreading more information on you or your best friend. Like it's something I think you should keep track of because you just never know. You never, never know. And you really can't trust everybody that you meet online these days. Um, but anyways, I just want to say thank you so much for sharing this story with us and spreading more awareness on how crazy people can be online. I just hope that this girl eventually gets the proper form of therapy and can get some help because it's very intense and it's, you know, it's really disturbing to hold a grudge that is obsessive like that for so many years as if the fight were fresh and brand new and to create so many pages over and over just to harass you even when she's been blocked that many times i mean it, it's unimaginable well, technically it is imaginable because it's happening but still it it just is crazy to me it's crazy i really hope that that girl genuinely gets help and again, um, I'm sorry that this is something, something that you're still, you know, recovering from the trauma of. And also, you're still kind of dealing with it because even though she's not messaging you, she's still in your life creeping on you, stalking you from afar. So I'm sorry that you're dealing with that. And I really do hope that you take my advice and start keeping track of it through screenshots and making notes of things and writing down the dates I think it will really help a lot and make uh, a difference in one way you know it's good to just have the track record but I do hope that it gets better and that she eventually stops I hope she's not doing this to other people if she is I really oh I, I don't know I don't know what I can say I just I just hope it gets better. But anyways, like I said, thank you so much again for sharing this story with us. It's definitely not always easy sharing this kind of stuff. So I really appreciate it. So yeah, thank you. Uh, but we are going to clear out today's energy with a sound healing as we always do in every episode. So let's close it out. <laughs> So we're just gonna sit back, lie down, relax, shut your eyes, take a deep breath in from your nose. Mm -hmm. 
and out from your mouth. And I'm going to play. you guys thank you so much for joining today's episode i always love when you guys are here it always means the most to me and if you are new here please subscribe subscribe and also give me a follow on the instagrams and also the tiktok and everything and be sure to check out all the other episodes that i have um i really like i said i really appreciate it Uh, when you guys are here and I always appreciate the newcomers it means a lot to me when you listen to my episodes so thank you again and I hope you guys have the bestest week ever and yeah goodbye